Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom, is wearing a poncho cultural appropriation grassy, and uh, oh boy, it's Bears Week, people. Bears Week. And so, of course, of course, we had Adam Rank on before, you know, early in the season. That's fine. That's fine. But it's time to to get a man who obviously came dressed for the occasion. A man who will also be streaming this Sunday night's game. And I'm sure one of us will be very, very happy and one of us will be very, very sad. And so, of course, we introduce a very good friend to the show. A welcome back to Josh from Sports Fury. Josh, a pleasure as always. Hey, what's up, Tom? Thank you so much for bringing me on to talk about uh, our upcoming execution on Sunday night. I really, really appreciate that, man. And yeah, I had to bust out the Mike Ditka, uh, the the vest for this special occasion. Thank you for having me. You know, I think I think it's a great thing that you did because I think it's important to teach the viewers about ancient history and, you know, back when (laughs) the Bears were more relevant, I would say. Like, you know, it's good that you can kind of connect the past to the present. I agree. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's been a while. So it's, it's good to remind the young the young heads out there about the Bears. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's totally fine. Listen, the 80s, the 80s will never go out of style. 100%. Never. 100%. Never. We'll just keep holding on to that. Hey, that Wonder Woman movie, that's that's in the, new, the 1980s. So yeah. You know, at least something from the 80s is making a comeback. So that's yeah. a positive. It's still a style. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's fantastic to have you on. You know, listen, Packers and Bears, you know, it's a little mm-hmm. late in the season. You know, it's... uh, Yeah, usually we play early in the season and we yeah. play later on. And especially the last couple of years, we played in week one. And now we're playing in week 12. This is our first matchup, week What's 12. Going What's going on? That's crazy. That's crazy. I wish I mean, we would have played you earlier this season when we could actually run the ball as opposed to now, but it is what it is. <laughs> it, it is it is what it is. You and I were just talking off camera, talking about who your starter is going to be at QB under center uh, for yep. this Sunday night, and it seems that, you know, nothing official yet, but it seems that uh, the wind is blowing towards good old Mitch Trubisky making a comeback. Yeah, he was a full participant in practice today. Nick Foles did not practice at all. He's uh, still nursing that hip injury that he took against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. So, yeah, Matt Nagy has not made the official decision yet, and he probably won't make one until maybe about Friday. Yeah, But uh, it's leaning and it's looking towards Mitchell Trubisky being our starter on Sunday night. And that's that, that's pretty wild because, you know, we benched him early in the season um, against the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, people were pretty upset here in Chicago. There was a good portion of the fan base that felt like Mitch did not deserve to lose his job because he mm. didn't lose a game, you know. And there was a lot of things going wrong in the Atlanta game. And especially since with our offensive line not being so good, especially as of late. I mean, we've allowed like 14 sacks in the last four games. And people have been calling for Mitchell Trubisky to be the starter because we all know he's mobile. Nick Foles is not. So maybe we put him out there. He can scramble. He can make some plays. And maybe that is what's best for us going into uh, this week. Probably you know, best. I, I got, it's funny. I did a video last year 
kind of defending Mitch Trubisky a little bit. And listen, I'm not, I'm not going to stand up here and be like, listen, Mitch Trubisky is being slept on. He's one of the greatest QB prospects in the last, we're not, we're not talking about that. The the point that I was making was that if you take Mitch Trubisky out of the entire situation, you still have a struggling run game. You still have, as you alluded to a, a pretty terrible offensive line. And Matt Nagy also struggling with play calling. And I said, if you take Trubisky out, you know, you put Nick Foles in there. I don't know how much that's going to help if you don't at least address some of those other issues. I know you drafted offensive line. I think it was a much later in the, uh, in the draft was like sixth round or something like that. Right. You wound up getting an offensive line, the run game. There was times where it was like, Oh, like you said, at the beginning of the season, you know, like, Oh, Dave Montgomery is like run the ball. Well, we're doing okay. And then it just like it has. So I'm, I'm curious, just kind of like where you are at right now. If you could kind of summarize for me, like what the hell is going on with the Chicago Bears? It's a whole lot of everything on the offense. I mean, not only did Matt Nagy uh, play calling looked absolutely atrocious, even going back to last year, our offensive line, we haven't really been investing in our offensive line, especially going into this offseason. I didn't under really I didn't really understand it. Because our offensive line wasn't all that great last year either. Yeah. And we didn't make huge strides there. I didn't get that. So that's on Ryan Pace. And, yeah, the running game, you know, Matt Nagy said a couple of days ago, he says, uh, you know, one of our biggest struggles is that we can't get the run game going. I'm like, well, you know, that that's on you, man. You don't like to run the ball. I mean, you, yeah. I, I mean, instead of using Montgomery on, like, mm-hmm. third and shorts or fourth and short, you will go Cordell Patterson. And we he's so predictable in his yeah. play calling. It's it's embarrassing how predictable he is and our offensive line. Yeah. It's just so bad, man. And, uh, it, it, even when we benched Mitchell Trubisky, it was like, okay, well, that's not going to fix the offensive line. Like you said, it's not going to fix Matt Nagy's play calling. And I said, the next thing that's going to happen is he's going to have to give up play calling. Well, he did that. He did that uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. He gave play calling duties over to Bill Lazor, offensive coordinator. And for the first half, it looked pretty good. I, I saw a difference. Sure. But then in the second half, it looked like a lot of Matt Nagy's type of play calls, which I didn't understand. And it was a completely different half for our offense. So, and I, and I said going into that game, even though Matt Nagy handed over play calling, right, to Bill Lazor, that's yeah. still not going to fix our offensive line. It's still not going to fix the fact that Nick Foles uh, is a statue out there. I mean, he's thrown what ten touchdowns and eight interceptions, yeah. you know. So I mean, he, he's he's looking pretty rough out there because our offensive line keeps getting allowing pressure to get to him, and he can't move and he can't hit the open guy. We have a ton of problems, a ton of problems, and not any one thing is going to fix everything. Yeah, Matt Nagy handing over play calling is not going to fix it, or uh, whoever doesn't matter who our quarterback is. Gonna <laughs> yeah. be. Pick your poison. Do you want a statue out there, or do you want a guy who can't read a defense, who can't hit open guys all the time? It, it's just rough. Yeah, all around. I, and and I think you know when you look back at the success that you had a few years ago and and going to the wild card, you know mm-hmm. Trubisky wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he no. had an established running game behind him right. that was able to prop him up, and that you could run on first down, pick up five or six yards, and all of a sudden you had two plays to get you know four or five yards, which is a huge difference from being right. in a third and 10 or third and eight hole every single drive. 
Right. Exactly. Uh, also, our offensive line wasn't too shabby that no. year, neither that year that he was a Pro Bowl alternate, you know. Um, so our offensive line wasn't too bad. Our running game was was pretty good. And the play calling was a lot simpler that year. Matt Nagy was playing more to the straights of Mitchell Trubisky and the personnel on the field. I don't know what happened to that last year and especially this year. I don't yeah. know what happened to that. But that's a huge problem. That's on coaching, man. And also another big thing is uh, talking about coaching is the is our team being so undisciplined. We are one of the most penalized teams in the NFL. It's so frustrating week to week to week where we just shoot ourselves in the foot with just stupid penalties on both sides of the ball. It's terrible. And I think, you know, going into this season, the way that I looked at it was they're going to give it to, you know, when they named Trubisky the starter, I wasn't yeah. terribly shocked. And I was like, okay, what they're going to do is they're going to play him for a few games. He's going to play like Mitch Trubisky. You know, maybe he'll win some games. You know, maybe he'll get it done. And then they're going to pull him and be like, okay, now it's time for Nick Foles, which mm. is exactly what happened. But I literally said, like, the guy has not played a full season in his entire career. You know, right. and, and uh, you know, it's it's – it, it's kind of sad to like watch that, you know, right. and be like, okay, well, that's going to, that's going to play out exactly like we, we all thought it was going to play out. And yes. we were just praying for a different outcome with that offensive line. Like it was never going to happen. Right. Exactly. It, to those bears fans out there who came to me just completely shocked that we benched Matt. <laughs> I was like, what are you shocked about? What happened? We all knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to trade. Nope. For Nick Foles, a fourth round pick, give him all that money. 21 mil. Then, yeah, exactly. And give Mitchell Trubisky this huge leash. No, he the first time he's gonna mess up, even though we were two and oh going into that game against Atlanta, the first time he's really gonna mess up, he's getting pulled. And that's exactly what happened. You I don't know what anyone was shocked mm -hmm. about. No. And so looking at, you know, we'll we'll talk about, you know, the game and, and this season, what have you, but Obviously, there's been talks, especially, you know, talking to a lot of Bears fans of right. Matt Nagy's seat getting real, real warm. You know, Ryan Pace has faced a lot of criticism. And I think you and I even talked about this, though. Like, yeah. you know, he has – obviously, Trubisky's like the big egg on his face. But, like, he has drafted well besides that, right? Like, that defense, you know, is still one of the best defenses in the league. You know, there is yeah. – that's something to hang your hat on. But I'm curious, you know – as the, the Bears front office, what the heck do you think that's going to look like at the end of the year? And more importantly, is when it comes to draft time, I mean, like, what are you looking at first? I mean, is it to go get that next franchise QB? Is it to attempting to go and get offensive line help and say, I guess we'll roll with Nick Foles again for another year? What are you thinking? All right, so we're not going to fire Ryan Pace. I don't think that's going to happen. And Yes, Matt Nagy's uh, seat's looking pretty warm, but I don't think he's going to be losing his job either because, yes, even though he's missed some guys, he's made some great draft picks like Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, who's been one of the best corners oh, in the I NFL. I wanted him so bad. I wanted yeah, he, him so bad. He, he's looking great out there. And Cole Komet, I think he's going to be really good tight end for us. Every time we see him have the opportunity to get a, a play, he makes it. So, you know, he's had enough uh, good draft picks. He's going to keep his job. Ryan Pace is going to sure. keep his job. And going into the draft next year, um, I would like us to draft and invest in our offensive line pretty heavily because Nick Foles is still going to be the guy next year. I mean, sure. his contract says that. He's going to still be our guy next year. I, I think Mitchell Trubisky, are we going to keep him? Maybe. He's probably going to head out the door, go to some other team. 
But Nick Foles is going to be on the Bears roster next year. So I'd say in our draft, uh, invest in offensive line. We have to. Our, it's, it's just so awful. It's awful. How many tight ends are you up to now? Are you still at like 12? Or like did we <laughs> just about we there. Just, single digits now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're finally in the single digits. All right. But first I, round I, tight end. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'd lose it. I'd lose it. <laughs> but I wouldn't be entirely surprised. I wouldn't. You're just like, listen, I think this is gonna be the guy. We're just gonna run four oh, tight end man. spreads, you know, him and then and a very angry Allen Robinson. Speaking yeah. of Allen Robinson, again, very underrated feel yes. bad for who's throwing him the ball um it, it, if i'm not mistaken is this year his contract year or yeah he's a he's a free agent after right. this year he's free agent yeah. i mean are you gonna pay him the money <laughs> how, how have we not paid him the money already he deserves this he is one of the if not the most underrated wide receivers in the entire league you look at his quarterbacks throughout his career Blake Bortles, Mitchell Trubisky, yep. and statue Nick Foles. And the guy just beats. I mean, last year yeah. against the Packers, against your team, each game over 100 yards receiving. Yep. The guy's a monster. And I fear, I fear so badly that if we don't pay him, he's going to go to the NFC North. He's going to go to another team. He, it might be your Packers. That's like my biggest nightmare, that he's going to we leave the Bears. We can't afford him, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest nightmare, that he's going to end up going to the Green Bay Packers just to, even on a cheap deal, amazing. just to stick it oh. to us, right? Because I, I, we should have uh, paid him during the, this past offseason. He deserves it. I don't know what Ryan pays. I don't know what our front office is thinking, but we got to pay the man. We got to pay him. I mean, listen, I know, like, financially it could never work, but Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson on the same roster would just be. That's the nightmare. That would be that would be beautiful. And, I, and what I think I find super interesting is like the juxtaposition between the Packers and the Bears in that so many fans look at the Packers and go, oh, my God, you're wasting Aaron Rodgers prime. And people are looking at the Bears and going, oh, my God, you're wasting the defense's prime. Exactly. It's I feel like it's the exact <laughs> like it's just the complete opposite side of the ball, but it's the exact same argument. How do you yep. feel about that argument? Like, do you agree with that or uh, do you? No, I do. I yeah. do agree with that. And I'm tired of it. I am tired of the same old story because it's been the same old story with us Chicago Bears fans. Our defense is always good. Yeah. It's always having to bail out the crappy offenses that we are always dealt with. I'm tired of it. I am yeah. so sick and tired of having a crappy offense and a great defense that gets wasted. Done with it. Now, since we're a few, and it's funny because literally it's the exact opposite argument for us. It's just like the defense is just wasting Aaron Rodgers and wasting that offense. It, listen, I, I, I get it. I understand. Trust me, I do. Um, the Khalil Mack trade. So we're a few years removed from it. Right. Do you guys win that? I, I still think it's a win-win. I think the Raiders, what they got out of it, they got Josh Jacobs out yep. of the, that deal. And um, I think he's going to be a beast of a running back for many years to come for the Raiders. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I still think it's a win-win. I, I feel very good still about that, uh, that trade. I love Khalil Mack. Love. How many years does he have left? Um, I think he has three. Is it three? I think, I think it was three. I, yeah. I think it was three years left for Khalil Mack. And, okay. and, and I still, I still like the move. I still like the move. Yeah. He's been a beast for us. Now I'm going to ask you a very Packer centric question. Okay. Okay. So obviously, I don't know. It, it was kind of like under the radar news. You probably didn't even hear about it. 
Um, the Packers drafted a quarterback in the first round of this past draft. I don't even, I don't know if it even like went across your radar. It really wasn't yeah. not too many media coverages, like picked picked up on it. Right. Yeah. It was just, just real <laughs> under the radar stuff. Um, oh man. And so, so that got into talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers' tenure with the green Bay Packers. Yep. I'm curious as obviously a huge NFC North rival, your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers potentially not being a Green Bay Packer within the next two to three years? Well, I can't wait for that to happen. This has been <laughs> killing us. But at the same time, I'm also in fear of how good the next quarterback is going to be because you guys went from Brett Favre to right Aaron Rodgers. Right here. There's, there's Jordan. Jordan. I can go get you the jersey. I got a jersey because I invested now. I'm like, so when he becomes a Hall of Famer, I don't have to spend a bunch of money on a jersey later. Watts Jordan Love just end up being one of the best, top five quarterbacks in the NFL for the next 15 years. Of course that's going to be the case because you're the Green Bay Packers and we're the Chicago Bears and we can't figure out a quarterback situation to save our lives. And you guys are just so damn spoiled when it comes to quarterback. Yes. That's my biggest fear. I can't wait for Aaron Rodgers to get out of the league finally but then Jordan Love comes in here and he's just going to pick up right where Aaron Rodgers left off because he picked it up right where Brett Favre left off. Now, listen, if it's only two more years, like Foles contract, you know, gets a little bit less. I've seen a lot of Bears fans who obviously wish ill upon me sending me renders of Aaron Rodgers in a Bears jersey. <laughs> I'm curious for you after yep. you just mentioned, you know, Rogers, you know, getting the upper hand on the bears uh, for, for a good amount of his career. Look, mm -hmm. how, look how diplomatically I put that. That was, that was a nice and gentle, right. Um, Fair enough. Could you see him in a bears Jersey and would it be that easy for you to be like, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan now. <laughs> I actually could see it. And you know, we were just talking about earlier how Aaron Rodgers, that offense, but a poor defense, us a great defense, but a poor offense. Why not bring them together? Why not bring Aaron <laughs> Rodgers over to Chicago with Allen Robinson? We sign him, we re-sign him, mm. and uh, and then with our other good wide receivers like Darnell Mooney, who's another great draft pick of uh, yep. pace. And uh, yeah, we, and we actually have a real offense to go with the good defense. Yeah, just bring the two together. I would welcome Aaron Rodgers with open <laughs> arms. I would go buy an Aaron Rodgers jersey if Day he becomes a Chicago Bear. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're just like, you know, I always loved Aaron Rodgers. I was always a huge fan of his work. Uh, really got work ethic guy, moral character, always. Been. <laughs> and you know, his been up there. His attitude, though, like how he is as a person, the way he carries himself is perfect for Chicago, too. Oh, He's yeah, got it is. Perfect Chicago personality. I don't disagree with that. I, I literally don't know. If, <laughs> if I see that shit happen again, like I, I barely survived Favre to Minnesota. And like, that's a concern for me too. Cause you mm -hmm. look at Kirk Cousins, and you look how bad Minnesota is. And yeah. on top of that, you look at Detroit and that like Stafford's on his way. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like I've seen this movie before and I did not like it. I didn't rent it again. I, let, I, I saw it again <laughs> in Blockbuster and Blockbuster closed down because of that movie. And, and I, I don't, I don't want to rent it again. I don't want to stream it. I don't, I don't want to view that. I could not do that to myself and face Aaron Rodgers twice a year, especially if Jordan Love winds up sucking. Like that would <laughs> literally like, and I know, cause like, here's the thing, what I've learned in six years yeah. of doing this show 
is like, I, I got a very big piece of humble pie because I always sat back here, you know, in my, in my green and gold ivory tower and was just like, wow, why does the NFC North hate us so much? And then I talked to people and I was like, oh, I get it. Like I completely and totally understand why it's FTP every, for every team, whether it's the Vikings, whether it's yeah. the Lions or whether it's the Bears. Like I've talked to Lions fans and they're just like, I don't care as long as we beat the Packers. Like I don't care if we go mm -hmm. two and 14 as long as we beat the Packers. And Absolutely. I never understood it until I talked to them and I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. I like we are spoiled a million percent entitled a million percent. And like, I'm very curious because we've gotten glimpses of this when Brett Huntley has started or Deshaun Kaiser has been back there, you know, when Rogers has gotten hurt and yeah. you know, I don't, I don't like that future. I don't, I I'm very curious of oh, yeah. what this team is going to look like post Aaron Rodgers, And it, there's a chance it, it's ugly. Yeah, we, yeah we, we did see that glimpse, what, a couple of seasons ago? Yeah. Week one, when Aaron Rodgers had to leave that game against us, and we were destroying you guys. And then all of a sudden, here comes Aaron Rodgers back into the game and killed us. Came back and killed us. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's I, it. Yeah. It's like, that was only the first time that, oh, wait, yeah. no, because it was 2013. Oh, yeah, when he was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Week 17. Bring Aaron Rodgers to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I love Let's memory it. lane. It's just, you're, oh, man, it. I think your picture's freezing. <laughs> um, yeah, so looking ahead to this season, then we'll focus on the game. Looking ahead okay. to this season, do you see the Bears? Because as I've said all year about them, like their defense is going to keep them alive, right? It's mm -hmm. going to it's gonna right. keep them competitive in a, in a bunch of games. Yeah. Do you see them getting a wild card spot considering there are seven spots? It is a very competitive, as you know, NFC, especially – essentially, you know, three quarters of the West is going to make it in there right. most likely. So do you see the Bears uh, able to clinch one of those spots? Yes, it, it, it's possible. We have a 34% chance of still making the playoffs. <laughs> it's, um, but it, it's still a chance. And, uh, you know, it, it, it all depends on how our offensive line holds up, if we can establish any kind of run, because the last four games in particular has just been just – one of the worst. It's been one of the worst offenses, one of the worst offensive lines in the entire NFL. I mean, we rank dead last on converting on third down. We can't seem to score any points in the third quarter. If we can just turn around just a little bit, yeah, I think we could. I think we could grab that wild card spot. But our off our our, our schedule is not going to get any easier. We still got to play you guys twice. We still got to play Minnesota, who finally beat us, and we got to face a Detroit team that we just barely scraped by. If DeAndre Swift would have caught that pass yep. at the end of that game, done, we would have lost that. So it, it's still a chance. I'm very very hopeful, but uh, it's going to be very tough, very tough. You know, and I and I think. I've been talking about this for a few weeks now. You look at the NFC and there really isn't yeah. an elite defense amongst all like the playoff contenders, except you guys. I mean, you look except at the us. Buccaneers who showed flat. I mean, listen, they slapped the crap out of us. Like they looked really good. Right. And now have looked terrible down this. Like they have not looked good. They're giving up a ton of points. They're not getting it. I mean, Jared yep. Goff didn't get sacked a single time on Monday night. Right. And you know, the saints, the past couple of weeks, like they've been looking real good on defense, but I would say like you are the, the best defense and it, and it kind of speaks to what you're saying. Like if only the offense can pull its head out of its ass, like a tiny bit, like, a, like put up 20 points. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Like put up 20 points and yeah. then like, boom, like you guys are in the thick of it because 
I don't think there's another team that has the strength that you guys do on defense. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. We're one of the top defenses in the entire league. Um, and, yeah, exactly right. If we can just get a little bit of offense going, you know, break 100 yards rushing a game, I think we can get in there. I think we can get in there and we can make some noise. There you go. I like it. I like it. You know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool facing you guys in the playoffs, too. Like, let's 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 go. Yeah, because, listen, the fact that you guys are going to potentially miss the playoffs and a team from the NFC East is going to represent uh, is going to be in there at all. They all have three wins, Josh. All oh, my them. goodness. They can't catch us. Three we wins. cannot allow that to happen. Three wins. <laughs> like, like three. Like, I, there's a part of me that wants to get – like yeah. that number five spot. Like I want to right. drop all the way down. Like I want you guys to win the division <laughs> because then that's essentially that's our second buy. Like we got the buy. Because right. whoever gets that fifth seed gets to play against the crap NFC East. That's a bye week, baby. Like that's a <laughs> that it really week. is. It really is. That is the worst division in football. All those teams are absolute trash. It's an embarrassment over there in the NFC least. Awful. <laughs> it's, it's it's bad. It's it's bad. But Focusing on this Sunday's game, Sunday night football, prime time. The Green Bay Packers have an opportunity to beat the Chicago Bears for the 100th time, which is a beautiful number. A beautiful number. You just got to throw that out there. Uh, the best numbers. Uh, so there's, there's that. And you're coming, you know, the, the Packers are coming off a loss uh, right. in overtime against the Colts, which uh, was a nice shot to the gonads there. Mm -hmm. uh, so hopefully you'll have a very upset and angry Aaron Rodgers. Um, what are you kind of looking for in this game for the Bears to be able to pull off a W? Oh, I'm, I'm so worried about this game um, because even though <laughs> one of our no, deep. There was no buildup of just, like, I mean, well, you know, Tom, <laughs> if they uh, they show I up. Mean, <laughs> I mean, look, it, we're, we're, you guys just faced one of the top defenses in the league. And Aaron Rodgers was phenomenal in that game. He threw a 311 yards, three touchdowns. He was fantastic. If it wasn't for that fumble from MBS, I think you guys were going to go on and win that game. Or Darius Shepard or Aaron Rodgers. Or, yeah. <laughs> Which fumble? Because there's three of them that we had to talk about. Uh, the M yeah, that MVS one there at the end, um, that, 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 was, uh, that, that was terrible. But um, – no, Aaron Rodgers, what he did against the Indianapolis Colts was pretty impressive. And now he's going to be against another one of the top defenses in the league. And, um, I mean, we're going to have to get to Aaron Rodgers. We're going to have to sack him. We're going to have to force him to make some mistakes. And the guy's having an MVP-type season right here, man. And uh, I, I think he might end up being the MVP at the end of the season and everything. But our offense, man – Again, it comes out of our offense. Who's going to be our starting quarterback? It looks like it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky. If he could just, like, keep moving the chains, especially on third down, we have a chance in this game. We have a good kicker now, finally. And, <laughs> uh, and just we did it. Yeah, and feed, Allen, and feed Allen Robinson early and often. I'm so tired of so many games where we are waiting to get Allen Robinson involved, and it's way too late. It's late in the third quarter. It's in the fourth quarter. It's when garbage time comes and when we really just start feeding him. Get him involved early and often. Establish the run. Design plays for Mitchell Trubisky to run the ball and uh, con keep converting third downs and, uh, and just let our defense – do what they're supposed to do. I mean, we are number one on third down on defense. We are number one in red zone defense. So we have an opportunity to win this game so long as our offense just plays 
competent football and doesn't just leave the field on three and outs constantly all night. We have a chance. We got a chance. We got a puncher's chance here. Yeah, I'm I'm not as concerned about Allen Robinson because Jair Alexander has been playing all pro this year. I mean, like he he's has. he has shut down receivers. However, you know, the, the big kind of problem that we have, and Jonathan Taylor is able to rip off 90 mm. yards on us last week is our is our run defense. Right. You know, so I, I've kind of said this almost every guest, like, hey, listen, like if your running game hasn't been doing so well, this is the week to get it going. So it is, yeah. You know, that that's yeah. where I'm kind of looking at it. You know, David Montgomery, you're establishing the run, right? Able to control the time of possession, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, put up points, even if it's just field goals. You know, put mm-hmm. up points and allow your defense to kind of take over the game. Absolutely, there's there's there is a chance here, right? And David Montgomery, he's coming back uh, from a concussion. He's good to so- go. Yeah, he's good to go. So hopefully he can hit the ground running and hard and also get him involved in the passing game too. Cause the guy can make some plays w- as a pass catcher as well, man. And as long as just our offensive line just needs to hold up, just be competent, man, because your pass rush isn't all that great either. I mean, you guys, this year, no. what, you're, you're ranked what 30th in pass rush this year. So if we could just be okay, slightly. Okay. I'm liking our chances, man. It could be yeah, all right. It, it, our pass rush has been nothing like it was last year. You know, Preston, which is surprising. Yeah, Preston Smith's really been struggling. Rashawn Gary is starting to come along. He, he's had yeah. his like his best two games these past two weeks, and I feel like I think we're slowly like creeping up. Um, but Kenny like, Clark had his first sack. What last week? Yeah, he's not a big sack guy though. He's he's oh, okay. just he's our, our he's literally the only guy in the defensive line that stops the run. So I know okay. Montreus Adams just hit IR. Um, you know, he, that's that he's done, but. You know, it's it. Yeah. We're we're kind of uh, mm-hmm. run stoppers are pretty scarce on the uh, Packers defensive line, but who the hell knows? But you know how many times this year where we look as Bears fans against the uh, the uh, rush defense of an opponent and go, "Ooh, yeah. this is the week. This yeah, is yeah, the week yeah. that we're really going to get it going." And it just doesn't happen. Just doesn't happen. Maybe this will be the week. Maybe, maybe this will be the week, Bears fans. We this get it. it going. I love it. Well, Josh. I, I, I appreciate you you coming on as always. I appreciate you repping the Chicago Bears. You know, like like yeah. only you do. Uh, there's a, there's only one man who could do it. Uh, of course, you know if people do not know already, tell the people where they can find you and Sean and the Sports Fury and all the great work that you guys do. Hey, if you guys want to come check us out, come check us out at uh, the Sports Fury on YouTube. Uh, we do live streams as well, you know, doing the NFL. We also do some NBA, too. So if you're an NBA fan, come hang out during the NBA season, which is right around the corner. Um, and, uh, yeah, I <laughs> I probably would be raging a whole lot this uh, Sunday night. And I feel sorry for Sean because I usually take it out on him. Yeah. So poor Sean. But thank you so much, Tom, for having me on, man. It, it really is a blast always talking with you and working with you. I really, really appreciate that, man. Of course, man. I really appreciate you. And uh, let your NBA streams, dude, like they've been killing it too. They've been killing oh. it. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like they're, the more, they're more popular than like, like, I don't watch the NBA. Like I know nothing. I know right. literally nothing about the NBA, but like right. every now and then I like, I pop over and I'm just like, damn, I like, guess that's, <laughs> that's pretty damn good. That's pretty yeah. damn good. So NBA there you go. Pretty well. Thank they, you. they do. They do the sports. That's why they call them the sports fury. But Josh, always a pleasure, and uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other real, real soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> so Thank I'm you. Tom Grassi. You know where to find me. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi, and as always, go pack, go.